The views you are about to hear are the personal views of Kira Lawrence and her guests. They are not necessarily views that are shared by the organisations to which Kira is associated. You're listening to Kira's Pink Sparkle Pod. Kira's Pink Sparkle Pod. So, hi everybody. Welcome to the next episode of Kira's Pink Sparkle Pod. And today I'm thrilled to be joined by the absolute radio DJ, Andy Bush. So welcome to my podcast, Andy. My first question is, please, could you tell me about who you are, your career and what you do? So over to you. Okay, well, so for me, I uh, I kind of got into radio by accident. I um, uh, was never really, this sounds kind of terrible to say, but I never really wanted to be a radio presenter or had like any kind of love of radio or anything like that. In fact, I grew up in Devon kind of okay. slightly disliking uh, local radio, to be honest with you. Okay. Uh, and I, I went to university in Swansea, was in a band that did quite well. So we moved to Bristol to carry on playing gigs and so on. And I was working for um, a telecommunications company just as, you know, in the week to get some money together. And we were playing gigs up in Leeds and Manchester and all this kind of stuff. Um, and there was a careers fair in Bristol in Clifton. Uh, so I thought I was on my lunch break. I popped in and, and thought I'll, I'll have a little look around. And they were uh, advertising for um, traffic news presenters. So I thought, I'll give that a go. It's better than doing this. I was was cold calling in the job. and I absolutely hated it. So I thought, I'll give it a go. I couldn't drive, but I just made it up, recorded it on cassette tape, uh, sent that off, and ended up getting the job as a travel presenter. So it kind of went from there, really. The good thing about being a travel presenter is that, and this is if you are thinking of getting into radio, you can get onto a lot of people's shows because you're doing a little tiny bit. Uh, in say we used to dial in and out of four or five different shows per day and they would do a little bit with you and stuff like that and get you on the show and everything so I ended up going from there to getting a uh, weekend show on GWR Bristol as it used to be called back then Uh, then we got the the drive time show on GWR Bristol then then breakfast did breakfast at Bristol then subsequently heart um, West Country for 10 years and then moved over absolute radio and and I've done afternoons from one till four and then uh, Richie and I've been together doing the home time show for four years since then um after after breakfast so i've been in radio for about two thousand years overall but i love i love it i love it amazing and what's the best thing about doing radio for you what's the best thing what's what do you enjoy about it uh the thing i love the most about radio is uh getting the audiences come back on stuff so if you've got an idea or you've you've seen something you've observed something and then you talk about it, you know, a bit of your life on the show. Uh, just getting, they're brilliant. They're absolutely brilliant. The Absolute Radio listeners are, are fantastic. And they come back with with great texts on stuff or you put a subject out there and they, they just come back with with brilliant stories and we, we'll, we'll get them on the phone and all that kind of stuff as well. So for me, the best bit is having an idea and then like seeing that idea develop in relation to the audience and and people, you know, a lot of the stuff that we do on the show has been taken in a certain direction because that's how the audience have got involved, not necessarily how we thought it was going to go. And it's that, that element of uh, live radio uh, and you don't quite know how things are going to, how things are going to kind of fold out, uh, Mm. unfold, sorry, uh, that makes it such exciting. Every single day is, is new and exhilarating really. Mm. That's, that's really great like we um so at yeah. the moment I'm learning that for the day yeah I totally agree with you as you're a DJ at a radio yeah. station 
What is your favourite music? Do you have any favourite music artists? What's your kind of favourite music? Uh, so, I mean, I'm a Britpop guy. I love, okay. I've always loved indie music and Britpop. So my favourite artists are the Charlatans, Blur, yeah. a big fan of Kingmaker, who we don't play so much on, on the radio station, yeah. which is a bit of a shame, uh, Wedding Present, stuff like that as well. Uh, so yeah, I, I love I love indie music. I'm very very honoured to be t to do the indie disco um, every Saturday night, which means I get to play two hours of stuff that is really like kind of my kind of music. Um, I love the Verve and all that kind of stuff as well. I like um, American kind of punk stuff like Shellac and Slint and stuff as well. So I wouldn't say I've got a varied taste. I've got quite a narrow kind of bandwidth of stuff that I'm into and dislike quite a lot of other stuff. But um, yeah, I, I like that kind of that, those kind of things. Okay, brilliant. Yeah, no, that's really interesting. Like, I, I thought, oh, I'll ask you, kind of see if you've got like a favourite band or a favourite kind of artist. So in your own view, do you personally think there's enough inclusion of people with a learning disability or people with a disability in the radio industry? Do you think there's enough representation in your own view? No, probably not. Not really. Uh, it's a weird. It's a weird industry that I'm in. I would say. Um, again, I don't. I don't really know because you know hardly anyone I, I work with comes into the office, so uh, okay. we don't see anyone. Yeah. So it's quite hard to get a sense of what our staff looks like at the moment. To be honest with yeah. you, yeah. but I would say more than likely that they're not particularly representative. So I think that we could do better, as a lot of companies could probably do better. To be honest with you, if they were just, you know hand on heart and be honest about it. So yeah, the answer sadly to that is I'm afraid no, no, pr probably not represented at all. Okay, and um, would you like to see more radio presenters out there who have a disability being te like radio presenters? Would you like to see that in the future? Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's it's just whether you've got something interesting to say or not. That's the only uh, that's the defining factor of um, whether you you should be on the radio or not. That's literally it's making any difference what you look like or what your background is or anything like that. Yeah. Um, you know, people talk about telling stories, people talking from their experience. That's that's the interesting thing. That's mm. what sets people apart. What what sets a good radio presenter from a not so interesting radio presenter apart. You know what I mean? So yeah, absolutely. Mm. Are you a fan of reality shows? And if so, which one would you do if you were ever asked? Um, I, I'm ashamed to say that we watch we watch Love Island uh, on a nightly okay. basis. Actually, so I don't think I would do particularly well in Love Island. Okay. Uh, um, but no, I I do like reality TV shows like that. Yeah, I'm. But we really enjoyed the um, uh, what the Traitors was that what it was called? That was the on traitors, pretty recently. Yeah, Traitors. Yeah, that was really good. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, and I'd love to. Big Brother's obviously iconic. I think it's supposed to be making yeah. a bit of a comeback. That would be yeah. great. But yeah, I don't know how. I don't think I'd be very good at it. But I do love watching <laughs> them. Yeah. Do you like watching them? Are you a fan? I am. I'm a huge Strictly fan. I would love to do Strictly right. one day to raise awareness of the LD community. I would love to do that one day. Um, yeah. Big Brother, I probably would never do. I'm. I don't like. I'm. I'm not very confident around new people, so I probably wouldn't want to do that. Um, yeah. Love Island. I wouldn't do Love Island because I'm a very happy married <laughs> yeah, lady. Um, yeah. I've been married now nine years. Um, so oh, my husband. Congratulations. Thank you. Ten this year in May, so we're heading towards our tenth at the moment. Um, so Brilliant. yeah, 
uh, my husband will probably tell me off if I went on Love Island. He'd be like, what are you doing? What? Yeah, yeah, don't. No. He'll find out. He'll find out if he watches the telly and wants yeah. to know where you are in the evenings. Yeah. Um, I probably would do traitors. I like the idea of traitor. Like, I, I'd like to do that yeah. at some point. Um, and that was really inclusive. There were people with a disability on that show, which I was so pleased about. Yeah. Um, and that was yeah. really inclusive. Um, I would love to do Dancing on Ice. Um, the yeah. last time I went ice skating was when I was about 16, 17. And so yeah. I'd like to give ice skating a try. So I definitely would try Dancing on Ice. I'd like to quite do that one. And I, I love Torval and Dean. I watch Dancing on Ice every week. I'm a huge fan. So I'd yeah. like to do Dancing on Ice if I was ever offered. And like... Yeah, that'd be amazing. So yeah, I I would kind of do like the dancey ones more than any other kind of type ones. But yeah, <laughs> fantastic. Well, so it's a, it's a dangerous one as well, though, isn't it? Dancing yeah. ice, always getting injured and stuff like that as well. Yeah, I'm very accident prone, so that would be very interesting. <laughs> <laughs> They'd probably make great TV. You'd be great TV. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And do you have any kind of like role models who you look up to admire do you is there anyone in the world who you think oh i love them like i'd like to be like them do you have like any kind of role models in your world do you know what it sounds, it sounds bad not not really i i hugely admire um a scottish comedian called limmy brian limmont okay. who just says whatever he thinks doesn't care about what people think of him uh and he's always front and has got an amazing insight into things and anything from mental health issues right the way through to just observations on life. I just love his take on the world. So, yeah, I'd say if there was a, a role model, I'd say Limmy was my role model. Okay, brilliant. Oh, that's really interesting because normally when I ask that question in all my other episodes, people kind of go, oh, yeah, like Nelson Mandela or like someone like that. So that's yeah. really interesting. That's very different. Thank you. That was, that <laughs> hey, was no great. Ones. Um, and what's your next plan? Have you got any exciting projects coming up that you can talk about? Uh, yeah, so my, my my good friend Louise and I have just finished our A to Z of the 90s podcast. Yeah. So uh, we are putting the finishing touches to what we're going to be doing next. I can't say what it is just yet, but it's okay. exciting. And I can't wait for that little project to start. Brilliant. I saw about your podcast on your Twitter. So I was, I was going to say that sounds really fun. So yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah. No, we can't so, wait to get going on the next thing. Yeah. And I believe you're a big fan of board games. So what is your favourite board game? Uh, boringly, my favourite board game of all time is a, a game called Fire in the Lake, uh, okay. which is a board game about uh, the Vietnam War. So it's uh, not Monopoly or okay. uh, Home You Go or something like that. But it's a, it's a big, long board game that takes like five hours to play. But it's fantastic. And okay. yeah, that's my favorite game. I, I'm interested in history as well. So okay. I like games that open up parts of history so you can understand them better. And that's what that game does. Okay. I, brilliant. I think my favorite board game, I'd have to say, is a kid is Scrabble. I like Scrabble. Yep. I also like Monopoly. We used to play those kids. So I'd have to say that. Also, yeah. Operation um so all the kind of well-known ones we used to play as kids and i still quite like them now still um and there's some nice new ones coming on the market as well at the moment there's some nice kind of quiz ones coming in and there's, yeah, there's ones some good coming stuff in. so i always go and spy in the local like bookstore and toy stores for the kind of see what they've got in the shop and go oh that might be interesting to play um so i yeah, like yeah, yeah. 
I like the ones where you have to do something or like you've got a role and you have to kind of do something. Um, the describing ones are always really good. You know, when you have to like describe something and the other team has to draw it. I can't remember what that's oh, called, yeah. but um, I like those. Like pictionary kind of ones. or something like that. Yeah, pictionary, that's it. Yeah. So I like those ones as well. They're quite fun, especially when you've had a few drinks, when you've had a few lemonades. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> perfect. But, Sounds yeah. perfect. Yeah. Brilliant. Well, thank you very much. It's been really lovely to talk to you today. And thank you for being a wonderful guest. Oh, well, listen, thank you so much for having me on the podcast. I really appreciate it. And I wish you all the best of luck for the future. It was all put together by James Fielders from It's That Friday Feeling. And you can hear our show and me and Mark show every single Friday from 3 to 5, only on Surrey Hills Community Radio. So check us out. Tell your friends. We'll see you soon.